to uh, The Encounter by uh, Redeem LA. Um, today, just like Shaylee said, just how Shaylee sweetly said, uh, we're going to be speaking about clout chasing and how, you know, clout, and um, as we can see that the clout, it's almost like a, like a made-up word, right? I was looking at uh, some definitions, and it's actually like a, like a boxing definition. It's like a hit or something. So definitely this generation has changed it to a, <coughs> to a more um, of like, how can I say, like a, like how much power you have, how much, uh, how known you, how how known are you, and and all this. And um, look, I don't want to be called like the the square <laughs> in the group. I mean, not because I care, but just I think God gave us these things that we have and we're living today, just because he 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 gave it to us, not just because, but he gave it to us because <clears throat> we have to use it the right way. So, clout. Uh, do I think it's completely bad? I don't think it's completely bad. Do I think that we use it wrong? Yes, I think we use it wrong. I think we're too caught up thinking about, you know, our followers, our likes, our shares, and everything, even though that it's needed for some stuff, right? I, I'm guessing, you know, for some, from work, for, for work, you need to do it. Um, I guess for church, you also need to look at the insights and everything. But um, I think for overall, as in us, I feel like we shouldn't get caught up to the point where we're looking how much people know us, but maybe how much people know Jesus through us. So yeah, I was. What do you guys think? What do you guys think? It's interesting because when you <clears throat> you were talking about some people need it for work, some people need it for church, and then you were talking about the cloud. I think there's a, a need to tell the difference between the three things because when we talk about essentially when we're talking about cloud is is essentially others' points of view towards you, essentially how others see you. Um, and like you said, it's 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 something that's important in our daily life. We can't say that it's unimportant and we should let go of it. Uh, because when we talk about, for example, in church, we're talking about testimony. What <coughs> is our testimony in the church sure. aspect, in the spiritual aspect? When we're talking about the professional workplace, we're talking about your reputation as a professional. But when we're talking about the clout, it's more about just trying to be popular. Just trying, right. Like you were saying, trying to fi find ourselves looking to be have more followers, right? And, and that's where it gets dangerous. We, we should be pursuing having a good testimony, although in matter, what's more important is what God says, but our testimony needs to be guarded as well when we're at church. And, and, and just not to cut you off, but mm -hmm. it's funny because everything that he just said requires a type of sacrifice. For example, a testimony requires abstinence for something, you know, for some things, you know? A reputation means that you kept yourself. For example, since I know you're a lawyer, um, if you want a good reputation as a lawyer, then you have to do good work to everybody that you do. You see what I'm saying? And in clout, you have to sacrifice something. And as we all know, how does, how does people get uh, clout in their social medias? By sacrificing either their sexuality, by sacrificing their own, um, you know, I, I put this on girls more because... I see more girls on Instagram than anything. Yeah. What do they do? They show off their body. Th their sacrifice is their body. Their, their self-identity. So I think that in everything, which is reputation, um, testimony, and clout, all has a type of sacrifice. And we have to be careful what we're willing to give. Right. And then when we're talking about the testimony, 
and you're right. Everything requires each one of those three categories requires a sacrifice. But the thing is, when we talk about testimony, it requires us to live a godly life, a God fearing life, yes. being genuine and not being sorry to say this hypocritical in our life. Right. Where we're one way at church and we're out in a separate lifestyle outside right. of church. When we're talking about reputation, it's like you said, do a good job. Did you do well for your clients? Did you do well for the people that hired you? The problem with clout is that the sacrifice you're making is not worth it because you are replacing your values for the values of the world. And then so what comes to mind is Romans 12, 12, where it says, do not be conformed to this world. Essentially, stop chasing clout. But be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. So <clears throat> the problem with clout is that we are conforming our life to the ways of the world. And like you said, some type of clout is necessary in each aspect of our life. But the other ones require genuine sacrifice. Clout is fake sacrifice. I was going to add, Eric, right now that you're reading Romans 12, I have uh, the message and on 12 two it says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Instead, fix your attention on God. You'll be changed from the inside out readily recognize what he wants from you and quickly respond to it. Unlike the culture around you, always dragging you down to its level of immaturity. God brings the best out of you, develops well-formed maturity in you. And I think one of the most important things of clout is like the purpose of it. Like there's people who like, let's say spread the love of God through their social media, right? Cause social media is pretty much the place where people Everybody are chasing clout. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then there's people who do it to feed their ego. Like, Oh my God, I didn't get enough likes. I'm not as pretty. Oh my God. I didn't get enough comments. I don't have enough friends. You know, like there's, there's reasons for chasing clout. What is the reason behind you chasing clout? Right. Is it to spread something good? Cause imagine there's people who want to get more followers, like to spread the message of hope and Jesus. Right. Nice, that would right? be good. Right? That would be nice. Yeah. And I, I agree. And even these people, uh, sorry, I don't want to call you guys these people. I'm going to call us. Even we, I've heard people that, oh, I'm going to post this, but I might delete later. That's like the, <laughs> <laughs> that's like the, yeah. that's like the original because they're kind of seeing if the world validates on how they look and almost like on what they do. And honestly, if you guys, uh, you know, people that are listening to this at home and people that are listening to you here, if you guys understood the type of validation that God already has you in. For example, God doesn't see you as, since Shady's here, I'm going to put you as an example. Mm -hmm. God doesn't see you as this 19-year-old girl that, you know, uh, is frustrated from work and church and she doesn't know, because I, I know I know you. So she, he doesn't see you like that. He sees you as your future self and what you're going to do in him. So in a sense, we're looking for validation and we look for instant gratification mm -hmm. in the right. validation. We need instant. If we, we need to make sure that your picture is pretty enough. You need to be buff enough. You need to be um, curvy enough. You need to be, uh, and in reality, God doesn't even care about that. God only cares about how beautiful, how curvy, and how everything it is in your heart. Mm -hmm. That's the beautiful part. And 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 I, I don't know, that's what I see. And, and I, I can see the youth struggling with this. And then they wonder, oh, Danny, why is it that everybody treats me like an object? Oh, Danny, why is why is it that you know everybody everybody just doesn't keep me seriously because so everybody understands social media is not is not is not is not real is not something serious. Danny, and I was gonna tell you like uh, something really important to understand is like why we do this and like if you realize it like like if you actually think about it like you just post random pictures of yourself right. on a so on a weird. page on the internet right mm -hmm. like that, that makes no <laughs> sense but that's what gets you human approval right? right that's what gets you to be liked by other people like oh you don't have Instagram like. Okay, we can't even communicate with you. Like, well, 
yeah. how will I even talk to you, right? Yeah, and you're even viewed as weird. Um, I remember seeing, like, this video on, like, Instagram or something, talking about social media, you know? <laughs> but um, I remember seeing this video, and it was just like, man, we, we forget what everyone tells us. All social media, society basically tells us that we have to look a certain way. We have to be a certain, we have to act a certain way. We have to um, view ourselves in a certain way, you know? And then... Um, they were basing it off that video and then we were the guy that was speaking he was like saying that we listen to society so much we forget what god wants for us you know we forget that god never wanted us to get money from the world we didn't come here to have a career yeah it's nice to have a, a big goals you know it's nice to have so many things that you want and not need but we forget where where we headed you know that our number one goal is to go to heaven you know to be in the when Jesus comes, his second coming, for us to be in heaven and reach that goal, to be on his path, to be an example for him. And, you know, I feel like we all forget about that, and then we are influenced by that, you know? Yeah, I agree. And you know what? We have to be careful because as young people, uh, I, <laughs> I think I'm young. I hope <laughs> I, think I'm, I think I'm okay that I say that I'm young. And we have to understand that with this clout and where we're chasing, mm-hmm. um, it's okay if you do it because God, God is preparing a new life for you. And... What we have to be careful is bringing those thoughts into your new life. And, and, and I liked what you were saying. And what I understand and what I see is, for example, when, um, when, when, when God took out, um, what's, his, what's her name, the Israelites out of, out of Egypt. Mm-hmm. And the, f- the, the few things that, that the Lord said to Moses and to the Israelites, it says in Leviticus 18.2, says, tell the Israelites, I am your Lord God. So, number one, he established who he was. And number two, number three, so um, Leviticus 18.3, says you must not follow the customs of Egypt where you live. Now you must follow, now you must not follow the customs of the Canaanites where I am leading you to. You must not, you must not leave the, live the way they do. So what does this mean? What does this mean? You don't, you don't live in the customs of Egypt or the Canaanites. Doesn't matter where he's taking you. You gotta live the customs of the Lord, of the one, and that's why the next one it says you must obey the rules and follow my laws and be sure you follow my rules because I am Lord your God. So I think, I think you hit it right in the nose. What? Why do we do this? Because we don't have God. We don't know who God is in our life, and I think we need to find that. Yeah, and not only that, but uh, and I think Deb, you mentioned this in one of the other uh, podcast episodes where we were talking about identity, and you know, we've like we were talking about the the need to know. That what matters is what God sees in us and who He says yes. we are. We are, but it's also who, who we have to be like Christ because we are in Christ. So tying it in with the Old Testament verse you were reading, and ties in with the New Testament verse of Second Corinthians five seventeen, where it says, "Therefore, if any was anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away; behold, the new has come." So if we are in Christ, if we are living in Christ, we have to let go of our old customs. You know, we have to let go of the customs of the world, not be conformed to the world, but realize that we are in Him. And so, like that, what we were saying in the other episode, is what does Christ see in us? Who are we? Who are we in Him? It doesn't matter what the world is, and I think a lot of the the issues here with the clouds is people not one of the issues is not having an identity is forgetting who you are you know you're a child of god and if you follow our redeem page on instagram we talk about you are the child of the king 
right? So that's one subtle of the things. Subtle plug. Yeah, subtle plug, but it's true because, <laughs> because right, because we forget sometimes that we, we, get, we get so worried at trying to conform to this world, get all those Instagram followers and whatnot, mm -hmm. but we forget that we're the son of the king. Not a king, the king. You know, you know who did this? I, um, I was reading, I was reading the Bible and if in the gospel. Um, there's this guy that comes and they tell him. You guys heard the story. He goes into this house and they like rip off the roof and they bring down the guy, the guy that couldn't walk, and said, "Jesus, this guy needs, he needs you." So Jesus looks at him. He goes, "Okay, your sins are forgiven. Leave." And then everybody was like, "Oh my God, how can he say that? You can't say that. He can't <laughs> say that. He who is he to forgive the sins?" And he turns around and goes, "Why are you murmuring?" Look, he was against the cloud. He was against what they were used to. He goes around. What's the difference that I forgive his uh, that I forgive his um his sins and I tell him to walk away? Should I just say you are healed and walk away? What's the difference? So I says, Oh, you want me to say that? Perfect. I will say it, but it's no difference. He tells the guy, Hey, you pick up your mat and walk away. He picked up his mat and walked away. Even the man understood that there was a way to do it, but God said, Why are you guys so small minded? I don't work with one way. I'm not here, I'm not here to just do it your way, the way that you understand. I'm here to do it the way I want to do it. And Danny, you know what? That's literally what you're saying is fear of change. Like only being comfortable with what you know. And because clout is all you know, it's literally what you want. And that's exactly what happened in John 12, 42. Um, I'm going to read it to you guys. Yet at the same time, even among the leaders believed in him. But because of the Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith for fear that they would be put out of the synagogue. So people wouldn't even admit to their faith. For fear that they wouldn't fit in with the people, that they wouldn't have the clout that they've had for so long. You know what's crazy? That this paralytic guy wouldn't get up until he said, I heal you and get up. The minute he said, I forgive your sins, I'm leaving everything behind, my shirt, my pants, I don't care. Yeah. Imagine, mm -hmm. imagine staying in the mat for years. He only got up until he says, you are healed. Like, I almost imagine like God like fed up, like, oh my God. okay, fine, you're healed. Yeah. Get your yeah. mat and go, <laughs> okay. And then everybody was like, oh my God, who does this guy think he is? And I'm like... He is the Messiah. He was the one that you've been waiting on your life, and yet they were so blind. They were so stuck on their custom. They were so stuck on their clout that they couldn't believe there was an, any other way to do it. Yeah, uh, it's crazy, huh? Yeah, no, no, yeah, and, and I, I don't know. I, you know, so so when we talk about the clouds, and there's a lot of young people out there who are listening, and, and a lot of people listening out there. You know, how we have, yeah, I, I, <laughs> and, and you know, it's better. If one, and if it makes an impact in one person's life, that's yeah. the most that we can do. So, and, and God knows where we are with that. But how, how do we address the issue? What do we tell young people? How do we get over the clout, right? And, and how do you how do you change that mindset? And, and if I can add, going back to Romans 12, it's the importance of renewing the mind. I think a lot of people are, are seeking the clout because they don't know what is good, what is perfect. And they don't know, understand or know God's will for the life. And so a lot of people are going around in circles like, okay, how do I find these things? How do I find these things? I can't, I can't fill that void because I don't understand what God wants for me. So let me go and fill it with the void of popularity and Instagram. Let me go fill it with the Instagram followers, with the likes, with the IGTV watches, you know, TikTok, Twitter, how many tweets, how many times am I retweeted, et cetera, right? And I think young people forget that there needs to be a renewal of your mind because Romans 12 talks about that. Only when we renew our minds can we test what is the perfect will of God for our lives and also what is good and perfect. And a lot of young people forget that. <clears throat> I agree. And just 
um, I know I know all the young people, and I'm sure they're gonna be like, oh no, okay, I understand all this, Danny, but how is there a is there a way that I can um how do I say is like is there like a, a formula, right? Because that's what everybody wants to know, right? Everyone wants to know is there a formula, and let me tell you that God did leave a formula, and and that formula is the triangle of liberty. You see, God made us free to do everything. I was teaching you guys in the in the basic doctrine just remember and the the triangle of liberty is beautiful because it keeps us away from doing things or it lets us do a certain thing so the triangle of uh of uh, liberty is in corinthians 10 23 let me just find it real quick um first corinthians 10 23 if you guys want to if you guys want to follow along you guys can also do it and it says listen to what it says it says all things are allowed you say but not all things are good. All things are allowed, but some things don't help anyone. And the other one is, um, okay, let me have it here. It's right here. It's First uh, Corinthians six twelve. I just want to go there and just so I can explain to you what are, what is the triangle of of of, of liberty, liberty, you know. And it says so. Anyone who thinks they are standing strong should be careful so they don't fall. Sorry, that's not it. It's six twelve. Sorry, sorry guys. And it says, <coughs> I am allowed to do anything. You say my answer to this is this: not all things are good. Even if it is true that I am allowed to do anything, I will not let anything control me. Okay, Danny, you said a lot of verses, but what is what is the what is the how do you do it? Number one, before you do anything, youth, before you do anything at home, is it convenient for you to do it? So, number one, is it edifying? And does it dominate me? Danny, but how do I put this in my life? Ready? Okay, let's do it. What is the number one thing that happens to our life? Oh, let's do drugs. Okay, let's smoke weed, right? This is the decision. Is it convenient? No. Is it edifying? No. No, so we're 0 for 2. Mm -hmm. And does it dominate me? Mm -hmm. Might. People say that it's not a, it's not a, what's it called? Um, addictive. Addictive, but it's a gateway drug. So it might dominate you down the line mm -hmm. with something else. You see what I'm saying? This is the three steps. Is it convenient? Is it edifying? And does it dominate you? Before you do anything, ask yourself this. Oh, Danny, um, can I send naked pictures to my boyfriend? <laughs> is it convenient? Is it edifying? Anybody? I mean, I don't even think edifying the guy. But I mean, he's getting lucky, but, you know, it's not edifying anybody. <laughs> and does it dominate me? No. no. You know, around now that you're saying that, like, a lot of our youth is a little bit confused about um, sex because some people say, like, oh, yeah, like, it's fine, like, try it out. But remember that sex is not bad, but it's wholly only only in matrimony. Yeah. So yeah, he's getting lucky, but out of time. No, no, no. Out of season would be no, the best yeah, way to yeah. put it. No, I was saying like, like, like the person that's receiving the picture would be like, oh dude, I'm being edified. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you guys don't know what edifying is, is can we build on this? Can you build on something that's, um, I was telling somebody last time, um, when, I, when, I, when I learned about marketing, because that, that's, that's what, kind of what, what I do, they taught me about bricks and feathers. And they were like, look, when you post something, you have to ask yourself, is this a brick or a feather? And I was like, what's the difference? A brick is unmovable. A brick is something that, that you never move. And a feather is something that you can just delete and just keep it going. And I was like, oh, so this is exactly that. You know what I mean? Is, is, is edifying, is the edifying, it, does it put a brick in your life so you can build on, on top of it? No, it doesn't. Then don't do it. Is it a feather? Don't do it. Don't do a feather. Build bricks. Build yourself. Yeah, and on top of the triangle of liberty, I mean, the, the, the triangle of liberty creates the limits of what we should do in our liberty in Christ, right, in grace, uh, because we live by grace and not in the law now, right? We we added grace to the law now, 
And I think when, when we were talking about seasons, we were talking about with the youth, we were talking about some of the character characteristics of the things that you should continue to do in your daily life. And we were talking about Philippians 4, 8, right? And I think, again, it's in our Instagram, actually, this, for this week, but another another subtle post or a little plug, <laughs> plug on that. But, we, you know, Philippians 4, 8 says, Finally, brethren, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, pure, whatever are lovely, whatever things are of good report, these continue, continue to meditate on these things, continue to do these things. So if we continue to do those things, if we continue to follow the triangle of liberty, place a limit our, around our actions with the triangle yes. of liberty, use Philippians 4, 8, too, as a, as a kind of a checklist. If, is what I'm doing, does it, does it fulfill all of these things? And I think the catch-all category of Philippians 4, 8 is anything that is respectable and anything that is excellent. So if you're doing any of those things, continue to do so. And be patient. You know, those are going to bring a reward in due times. Like Galatians 6, 9 talks about, you won't have to seek the approval of man. God will approve you. And if you're faithful in the few, he's going to place you on the much. I was going to say that uh, now that you're saying that, uh, Eric, it's important to do it genuinely, right? Mm -hmm. In Matthew 6, it says, be especially careful when you are trying to be good so that you don't make a performance out of it. It might be good theater, but the God who made you won't be applauding, right? So let's not just do things to be applauded, you know? Like, there's a lot of people on social media, especially now, it's like they're going to give, like, a pizza to a homeless person, and they're recording. And I'm just like, yeah. bro, you're, like, out of control, you know? Yeah, and in Philippians 4, it talks about it. it, it the first category is things that are true. Other versions think, say things that are authentic, things that are honest. So it's with the intention with which you do things. So if you're doing things with complete honesty, not to be seen, not to be applauded like you were talking about, Deb, not to receive a pat on the back, then God's going to reward you. And you know the craziest thing is with clout and social media? If you do something good, to get that clout, you're looking to post it on social media to get that pat on the back from yeah. the reward. You're and limiting your blessing. Mm -hmm. You know what your blessing was? That pat on the back. But sometimes it's better to... Actually, the Bible talks about give to the needy in secret. When you do that, only God sees that. And then he rewards you. And that reward, that blessing, it's much greater than that heart that like on social media, on Instagram, on Facebook or whatnot. So even if we're doing good, what's the need to post everything we do that is good on social media? <clears throat> There's nothing, but go ahead. I was going to say, I was just going to back you up with the verse because that's literally what it says, Matthew 6, a little bit further down. It says they get applause, true, but that's all they get. When you help someone out, don't think about how it looks. Just do it quietly and uh, unobtrusively. That is the way your God who conceived you in love, working behind the scenes, helps you out. And I thought that was beautiful. Okay, yeah. And then you guys are, like, teaching me right here in this table. I'm like, wow. And then I'm so glad you guys brought up with the, the Triangle of Liberty because um, I t um, basically triggering um, the young people. I remember myself in high school. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like, I need to post something because my Instagram is dry. No one's going to like me. No one's going to follow me anymore. And it was a whole world, you know. And I think we got to remember the fact that it's it's um, that it's that not your world. It's not, it's not something that you need to keep going and then it is Ecclesiastes. yes sorry i pronounced it really bad my Ecclesiastes. yeah it's a, it's a tricky <laughs> book accent, in the guys, bible i'm so sorry <laughs> but um on 6 9 it says it is better to be happy with what you have than what to always want more and more always wanting more and more is useless it's like trying to catch the wind and i was like wow like the because like i said in like especially girl teenagers we're always like um we're always like like i said 
we have to post more and more on, on social media, you know, and we got to remember the fact that um, it's not always that our world doesn't rem uh, revolve around that. It doesn't matter if people like you. It doesn't matter if people don't like you. You know, you, you got to be you, you know, and you got to be the figure that God likes, not nobody else likes. You got to remember that you hear that you're chasing him and not chasing anybody else. You know, I think that we got to remember that. Go ahead. You know, you know, the interesting thing about the triangle of liberty. I wonder, I, I, it just thought just came to mind. When we're going to post something on social media, mm -hmm. if we do it and we fulfill the requirements of, let's say, the triangle of liberty, if we ask ourselves maybe the opposite question, well, what, I, what I'm going to post, is it going to edify others? Mm -hmm. Is it going to be convenient for others? And will it dom dominate other people's thoughts? I wonder if we apply the triangle of liberty also towards what we're going to post and how it's going to affect others, whether our social media can be used to further God's purpose. Does that mean, what, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, like, because social media is not, there's nothing wrong with social media. Right. Use it for the right reasons, but maybe if we apply it to the triangle of liberty, how much more of an impact could we have? It's think? because social, guys, social media is not wrong. Yeah. Social media is a tool. The people that made it bad is us. <laughs> for example, instead of taking pictures, you know, I'm sorry, I just see more girls than guys doing this, so I'm sorry. <laughs> I've seen a few guys that are looking at this like, like, like sticking like duck face, the duck lips. Yeah, <laughs> and but I see more girls like sticking their tongue out like, like this, and you know and he's and sticking his tongue out by the way. For those of you can't see, <laughs> yeah, 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 I'm sticking, <laughs> and and they're like and they're like almost taking the picture like like very like sexy, and I'm like, well, what are you trying to portray? What are what are you trying to say? So you're right. Maybe we should be asking that. Are we trying to portray? Hey, um, I'm I'm sex ready. Ooh. Because that that. It, it, that's what you're telling an older guy. I'm sorry, but guys, as an older guy, and, and as a, as a, uh, when you guys take pictures like that, all you're saying is, I'm ready. Therefore, then I can go back to what you're saying. Was it edifying? <laughs> is it dominating you? Most likely, because you probably got a lot of comments. Ooh, who's that beautiful girl? Ooh, doing you looking good. You see what I'm saying? So it might dominate you. And what's the other one? And is it, is is it, it convenient? convenient? Most likely not convenient. And then we have the audacity. <laughs> Because I, we all do it. We all send and come back. And we have the audacity to come in the altar, mm. play piano, play drums, sing, play the trumpet. While we go into our, our Instagram and then you see, whoa, what the hell is this guy? What is this guy? What are, what are, what are you doing with this guy? Is, is this guy even have Jesus in, inside him? That's the question. Does Jesus live inside your, your and, life? And, and not only that, but you're also awakening the love in others. And you're also causing, causing others to trip. Because of the weakness they may have. Let's take yes. the, the, the Instagram post we were talking about, the, the sexy post, right? Right. You call it the, the duck lips or what, uh, the tongue one, as you said, right? <laughs> but, you know, like, wh like what, are you, what, are you, what are you awakening in others, right? Are you causing others to trip? What if someone has a weakness with that area in their life and you're just causing them to trip left and right, you know? And, and you open doors and you never even thought. And then we start wondering, well, how did I get myself into this situation? Well, it's like, okay, did you awaken something? Did you open a door maybe through social media, through other aspects too, right? Even texting can, can do that. But we're talking about social media in this aspect. That's why it's very careful, guys. Listen, clout can be very dangerous. Clout, it's, um, you know how I see it? It's like a wave. We went to the beach uh, um, I know we shouldn't have, but we went to the beach a lot. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, was, it was months ago. We don't know what to <laughs> This summer we went to the beach a lot. And, and I see clout like those. Remember the ones that I, when I used to get in, I used to be like, guys, be careful because it's strong right now. And most of you guys didn't listen to me. And no. then I would, I would, I would turn around, yeah, turn around and then just be like, oh, Shaylee's over there. And, you know, 
her shirts this way and where and you know and then houses all over there and and that's how i see cloud if you guys don't know how to handle the wave it will crash upon you and it will leave you thrown embarrassed hurt on this on the other side so we have to be careful and by the time you try to get up next wave is yeah, the, ne <laughs> the next wave is and you know what's the worst part it's funny yeah. what happens when a, a wave hits you it pulls you it drags you it takes you Keep so going. you no longer have this this power this power to say oh i'm gonna stop no no, no. when the when the cloud hits you you're kind of kind of like you know getting up and another one comes and you're kind of getting up and dusting yourself and another one comes and by that time you're stuck in this thing you're saying danny i don't know what to do and i tell you today let god take over let god change your mind and and why do we do all these things why do we do uh these things first corinthians 6 19 it says um do you not know that your body of uh of, is your body the temple of the holy spirit within you whom whom you have god you are not your own for you were bought with the price so glorify god in your body so why do we do this? Why do we stay away from um why do we stay away from clout? Why do we stay away from all these all these things? Because our our body is a temple of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, would you do something incorrect in church? For example, let's just say that we were, we're taking a sexy picture, a sexy picture. Would you take a sexy picture on in church? Oh no, no, no. <laughs> right? right? <laughs> and, and I'll tell you I'll tell you something, I'll tell a guy, you know, uh, would you guys take a, a, sh a shirtless photo in, in church? No, right? Okay, no uh, another thing. Would you uh, would you come and say, oh, you know what? I thought this verse was beautiful, and I'm going to write it on the wall with, with a painting? Oh, wow. No. Right, you wouldn't, right? <laughs> no. or, or, would, or would you come or say, oh, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a hole here because I like it, a hole here. I want to put something here. No, you wouldn't. You would treat it as if it was holy, and that's what God wants, you guys. This temple is nothing but a place. There's nothing but something that can be burnt down. But you know what can't be burnt down? Your body which is the holy temple. That's why we don't write on it. That's why we don't, uh, how do you say this? Like um, portray it as, as, as something that it's not. We don't, uh, we don't uh, objectify it. We don't sexualize it. We don't do anything because these things are the things that makes us go through these cloud waves. But I don't want to speak anymore. Go ahead. You, you were saying about the, the, need, the need to, how, how, do you get out, how do you get out of it? Once you're in this storm of trying to pursue the cloud so much often, essentially really is asking God to reach out his hand and pull you from that stormy water of just this torrent of downfall of like, oh, trying to follow, get gather that cloud. Because once you're in that kind of vicious cycle, it's hard to dig out. Because in your mind, you need that thing, that little ding of like, or you need a little message like, oh, God, that looks really nice. Like, you know, that, that satisfaction from the world. And it really is a need to reach out. Just like one of the disciples did when there was a storm in the waters and they and she said, come out of the water. But his problem was that he feared. So when we reach out to God, we have to do it and not fear, knowing that God's going to pull us from that murky water. I was going to tell you that this need for approval is because we're missing something in our lives. And what we're missing is Christ, right? Like what you were seeing in the beginning, we're missing that identity in Christ. And I was going to say that instead of chasing this clout from the world, we should change, chase divine clout in a better way because God doesn't really have favoritism. We chase his favor, right? Right. And um, the Bible says in James 5, 16, the prayer of a righteous man can accomplish much. And I think about um, Moses when he would like go up and like be like, hey, don't be mad at don't be mad at the Israelites. And what would God do? He would forgive them because of Moses. Right. Mm. He found favor in him. And that's what we should do. Try to gain maybe not popularity. You know, let, let's replace that word. Try to gain favor. But with God and although the world will hate us in the end, we will have a greater reward. I agree. And um, we're reaching our end our end to the to the podcast 
So, um, look, I think just to end this, to, to so you guys can understand, it's like, it's not about what you've done. So, if you've been the number one cloud chaser and, you know, you're in it right now, it's about what you do to change that. So, the Bible says, he who confesses his sins and, and moves away from them, he reaches mercy. Therefore, look, if you... If you um if you if you're doing this cloud chasing if you're doing this and you're almost like um you're in the middle of the waves and you're you know on the beach and you're like what am I doing and you're hitting getting hit and hit and hit by by the by the cloud I tell you number one you have to ask you have to tell God to change your mind number one number two you have to understand you have to stop doing that you have to say no I feel like you know my cousin used to tell me she was like look you have to understand that you have to say no. Sometimes a no is what you need. For example, sometimes your job asks you to come in when you can't do it. <laughs> I know it sucks, right? But but you have to say sometimes, no, I can't. I, I, I can't. I just can't today. So, and then sometimes your parents, you'll see that as you grow up, your parents are going to be like, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? Can you do this? And sometimes you're going to be like, wait, no, I have my own family. I have my own things to do. So, so uh, if I tell you, say no, be comfortable with the no, but say no to the right things. You want to go to church? No, no, that, that's not where the no goes. <laughs> the no goes there. You want to go smoke weed? Yo, should we go post? Uh, should we go post us? You know, you know, going naked into the streets of Hollywood? <laughs> that's a no. You know what I mean? So if you're out there at home, if you're out there at home and you're and you're wondering, don't follow the clout. Actually, let's change it. Don't don't let's change it. That's not called clout chasing, but Jesus chasing. All right, guys, take care. Follow us in Redeem LA. And uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Don't forget to chase Jesus. Bye.